Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Astro Dim here doing the full moon in Libra reading, aka the daily moon reading for March 20th, 2019. What's up, what's up, what's up? Um, this is going to be a special full moon, a full moon that's really like pushing us to create this new beginning in our lives. And so we, nev- we definitely need to listen and um, make sure that we truly are creating this new beginning. You get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, let's let's talk about how special this um, spring equinox is slash full moon. Now, I'm going to talk about it probably after I explain the typical full moon stuff um, that I always talk about. I'll talk about it then. But before I begin with that, I definitely want to mention that um, March 20th, I may have a flash sale. You will know if I have a flash sale if you're listening. Um, wait, you'll know I have a flash sale. You know why you know I have a flash sale? If you listened um, to the whole free version of the full moon reading. That's I'll say that. And then you'll also know I'll have a flash sale for Spring Equinox too. If you listen to the March 21st reading, I explain it there. Okay. So definitely go ahead and take a listen to see if I do a flash sale. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to... No, I'm not going to talk about it here. I'm going to talk about it on the reading I do for the 21st. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. And if you really want to know, if you don't want to wait, um, on the 20th, go to Etsy.com slash shop slash astro dim and you'll see if i have the flash sale right now i do currently have a sale on my shop that's 20 percent off all month but i think i'm going to do something a little bit special during the spring equinox okay something have a sale that's a little bit even um more of a deal you get what i'm saying so let's actually talk about this full moon um the typical things i talk about um how special the moon is and all that jazz and then um, I'll talk about how special this, you know, this moon is because of the spring equinox energy. Of course, talk about the aspects, the aspect patterns, and then stop. And then for my patrons, I'll talk a little bit deeper about the aspect patterns that's happening. And then I'll also talk about the fixed stars that's involved in this full moon. And then lastly, I'll talk about the houses, um you know if your full the full moon's happening in these two houses it means this and it means that if it's in these two houses that's the i've been feeling like shit lately y'all like my stomach has been killing me and um just overall sick like i'll wake up with like pains in my body and i was wondering like what the fuck is going on with me um it's because this Mercury retrograde moved over to my first house. Ever since it did, I've been all types of fucked up. All types of fucked up. And um, I know this is like telling me to get my shit right. Get my my body right. <laughs> That's what's literally telling me. So I have to listen. Um, and it's telling me through this physical manifestation of me being in so much pain. So, um, I just wanted to add that. So, if you guys are having a particular part of your life really affecting you, um, that's Mercury Retrograde probably trying to put you on. So, 
if you're interested in a reading to see how mercury retrograde is affecting you you can check out my etsy shop do the one question read and i'll be able to help you with that okay anyways let's talk about this full moon so the full moon is in libra zero degrees libra on march 20th um 2019 at around 9 42 p.m eastern standard time in the u.s um that's where i'm at so that's what i'm gonna be um using the time for um but yeah <coughs> excuse me that was terrible sorry about that um during full moons right um basically it's when the sun is literally opposite of the moon in the sky um and what's happening in this case um you know earth's in the middle sun's in one end the moon's the other and the sun is giving full light to the moon and so that's why the moon is actually full but the thing is though like that's what it means astronomically but astrologically this kind of represents something significant because at this time the moon is in one aspect um of your chart and the sun's in the complete opposite and so what's happening um astronomically it's like they're six signs apart the thing is astronomically i mean astrologically too excuse me um the moon represents our emotions um how we um express our emotions in general how we feel deep inside and then the sun represents how we react in general it represents our self-expression identity and so with these energies opposite of each other we're literally feeling one way but acting another and it's or feeling like we have to act another um and it's causing conflict within it's making us really frustrated that's why the term lunatic comes that's why people act they, they people say that we act crazy during the full moon it's really because we feel one way but we feel like we have to act another have to identify with another thing and it's causing this frustration within and so this is basically a manifestation um, emotionally and physically telling us that hey you need to release some things in order to take full advantage of you know the sun in this sign and because this is so significant this is literally the equinox is happening moments um to the full moon i really am feeling that this energy is telling us that this is not only gonna help us with this season but we're releasing things and it's gonna be helping us for the whole year you know especially for chiron the chiron energy so we need to definitely um you know take advantage of you know um this energy so we can release all the necessary things and go about the year the best way that we can and go about the season the best way that we can you know what i'm saying it's really really important so um i definitely wanted to include that um for the, for that situation okay so now with the moon and the sun right when if the moon is in zero degrees um zero degrees Libra, but that means the sun's gonna be around zero degrees libra as well um excuse me zero degrees um aries as well and so these energies are actually um in the first decade 
um so the full moons of the first decade of libra in aries which is quite significant um you know libra is connected to venus and the first decade is always the same um it's ruled by the same sign of um the same planet of the sign um so it's double libra and double um aries or double venus and double mars in this case right and so with the moon being in libra during this time and in the venusian decant of libra emotionally we really uh, wanted to focus on relationships whether it's romantic platonic um business-wise just one-on-one relationships relating to people is uh, very important to us emotionally but the thing is is that the sun energy is wanting us to truly be focused on self be focused on your own motivations your own passions um your own drive um and taking action onto them not needing somebody else to follow your passions but just doing things on your own and so um you know it's a conflict here because inside emotionally you feel like you need that pairing to get you going to make you feel fulfilled but you're reacting believe it or not like similar to the sun saying that actually I don't need a relationship but inside you feel like you do you know what I mean you're like I want to focus you want the relationship but you also want to be able to focus solely on yourself you can't have it all and so what full moons kind of do is prepare us to be um to utilize the sun season the best way that we can and the best way that we can is kind of release not all our emotions about relationships but release the clinginess that we have when it comes to pairing up like why do we really want to be in a relationship why do we really want to relate with people why would we really want to pair up um what's the deal here is there something else that's making us feel this way you know what i mean I feel like a little bit that there's something else that's making us feel like we need to pair up when we actually don't, you know, because you want to pair up, but you also want to just focus on your own passions. Like, what are you trying to get at here? You know what I mean? That's what I'm really feeling. Um, But especially with the sun being so close to Chiron, too, I feel like this moon, full moon is really kind of pushing us to heal the projections that we feel. Um that we have felt or brought on to ourselves from the people in our relationships you know a lot of people can talk and um really you know explain the situations in which they were in a relationship no matter if it's romantic or platonic or business and these people projected their issues onto them and you accepted it as if it was your issue or people had basically um you know assumed certain things about you and you accepted them you know because you're in a relationship with this person you feel like this person went and gear you wrong um and they probably didn't even mean to um people project by accident all the time um i have this gripe about projection um not to say that i'm holier than thou or nothing but one thing that i'm um 
that I'm pretty confident in is being not projecting. <laughs> you know, I, I really hate that. I hate it with a passion. Um, and a lot of people in the spiritual industry be doing it and not realizing it, you know. So it's kind of like this thing that I have. But, you know, beyond that, it's a lot of times people are projecting um, their issues onto people and not even realizing that they're doing it. Um, when you think about Libra in general, where things are naturally at, you know, Libra represents the seventh house. It's literally, literally projecting um, the first house, the self, you know, you have relationships that's like a reflection of you and um, vice versa. And so you kind of, so, you know, it's funny because too, too, because like Libra and the seventh house kind of connects with the whole shadow self type of vibes more the seventh house than anything which is connected to relationships and so um you know what it's funny because I always have this saying that like you know when you were younger you were very much your seventh house um but then people projected their issues their their situations onto you and you end up being your rising sign, you being being your first house. Um, I feel like this is like this energy is kind of playing that out, um, and so especially with Chiron, actually, Chiron represents childhood traumas, and the sun's there, and so I think before we really truly heal ourselves, heal um, the childhood traumas connected to our personality, persona, appearance, motivation, and drive. We need to really let go of the idea that you absolutely need to be in a relationship with somebody. And you also need to let go, too, of the fact that um, of, of all the issues, all the projection, all the perception that's been thrown at you, you need to release that, too, to really start healing yourself and knowing yourself and being uh, pride of your um, having pride within yourself you know what I mean um so that's what just my thoughts on it I like to hear what you guys have to say about it too but that's kind of how I feel the full boot is kind of touched at those two things um about <clears throat> us letting go of the idea that we need to have someone else with us all the time in order to reach our goals but also is pushing us to let go of um, projections and um, perceptions that was thrown onto us that we fully accept it um, that may not even be connected to us really you know um, and for that it, what it'll do is end up healing us so you know something to think about for sure um, I already kind of talked about an aspect that I listed so with the Chiron energy so um, you know <laughs> that's that's that aspect but I, I feel like I had to mention that because Chiron is so important to this full moon and it's um in order for me to explain it I needed to mention that aspect you know but that's what I'm feeling okay um now let's talk about the spring equinox right so um the spring equinox are um it's basically when the sun is directly like over the equator crossing it from south to north um for the spring equinox and north to south in the um, fall equinox okay and so i explained this to my um patreon or patron folks right um 
at this very moment, right? This <laughs> this is gonna be hard to explain. It's hard for me to explain to them too, but I hope you guys get it. With with a spring with this spring equinox, right? The sun was at um let, let me talk about this. Let me do it as in seasons, right? During the spring solstice, okay, the sun was at this line in maps. I don't know if you guys um, remember learning this in, in, you know, in, child, in your childhood, but there is the Tropic of Capricorn, tra- um, Tropic of Cancer, and in between those is the equator. These help us mark the seasons. During winter solstice in the northern hemisphere, um, and it will be summer solstice for the southern hemisphere, the sun was at the Tropic of Capricorn, right? But the also the um, earth was kind of leaning backwards. And so with that happening during winter solstice, the northern hemisphere is having winter because it's so cold. The sun is not in the direction of the northern hemisphere it's not only leaning back but it's also at the the furthest part of the ecliptic belt you know what i mean and so that's why it's winter up north in the northern hemisphere in the southern hemisphere it is summer and in the equator in energy area it's just the same weather regardless you know what i mean um now the spring equinox the sun is moving more above the um to the equator so right now the sun well not yeah right now the sun is at the equator it's meeting the equator exactly and the um earth is actually moving um a little bit forward not completely forward but a little bit forward right of course the equator is the same season the same like um, temperature so they don't really see a difference like that but it's still the seasons are still important but um what's happening is that it's turning into the fall equinox in the southern hemisphere and now it's the spring equinox here so um it's getting colder in like south africa australia all that you know all the, that area basically but it's getting slightly warmer in the Americas, Europe, Northern Africa, like that, you know what I mean? And so, um, that's basically what's happening right now is at the sun is literally at the equator as the earth is pushing a little bit forward. Now, when the, when the earth actually pushes a little bit forward, like where the top of the earth is actually facing wobbling downward um from the from from the top basically and when the sun is actually at the tropic of cancer um first of all the tro- when you think about a tropic of cancer um cancer marks the sum- summertime and capricorn marks the winter time for us and for the southern hemisphere is vice versa but when the sun is at the tropic of cancer that's when it's summer because again on the northern hemisphere the earth is not only at the tropic of, i mean the sun is not only at the tropic of cancer right the location on the ecliptic belt at the very top of the ecliptic belt but also earth is pushing forward you know what i mean 
And so that's why it's warmer. And that's kind of marks the seasons. So at this very moment, you know, it is the spring equinox in the northern hemisphere, fall equinox in the southern hemisphere, and the sun is at the equator exactly. Okay? And so this is marking this new beginning, um, marking the new year, um, really kind of um, showing us that this is going to be a um, new way to start again. We're at the equator. We, we don't have to worry about one thing or another, like we're at the middle everything's even and balanced out and we can kind of we're kind of we're at when you think about the monopoly we're at the goal mark you know what I mean the goal part um collect $200 part so we can start all over again we can go around the board all over again you get what I'm saying free parking is like the fall equinox you know what I'm saying you get you get what I'm saying so right now at the spring we can do this all over again so it's truly a new beginning so I really feel like we should definitely release all the things that we need to release. Of course, release things that are connected to air. I mean, the Libra energy. Of course, release things that is connected to wherever Libra is in your chart. But what's really important for you to release is um, just anything from the last astrological year. From 2018, uh, um, around March 2018 until now, release all the stuff you need to release. This is a true new beginning. Like I mentioned before, in full moons, it's time for us to release. To release all the baggage that we had so we can kind of level up, right? And level out before we level up, actually. (laughs) But the thing is, though, is that, you know... It's it's just I just lost my thought, y'all. God damn it. Damn Mercury retrograde. <laughs> but anyways, um damn, I lost my thought. Sorry y'all. Anyways, what I was basically what I'm basically trying to say though overall is that um this is just a great time to release all the things that's holding us back. Um it's really important. This is so important. And y'all know that I was crying when I was talking about this. <laughs> I think I talked about it on the 19th. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, I talked about it on the 19th and I was crying. Um, I wasn't like boohoo crying. So you probably wouldn't be able to tell what I told y'all. I got emotional. Um, we really need to take account before this full moon, before the spring equinox, not only the year, but what we've learned during Pisces season, because Pisces season is the end, right? The, the the last the last season before the astrological year, and it's really important because it represents again our self undoings and self sabotaging ways, what we're doing to hold ourselves back mentally, spiritually, emotionally, mind, body, spirit, right? We really need to hurry up and figure out what's holding us back, right? So when is the spring equinox? When we have that new beginning? When is Aries season? When, you know, Aries represents motivation, drive, and taking action. When we realize what's holding us back, we can finally take action to make it stop holding us back. This is why it's so, so important to release during the full moon, okay? Um, it's not going to be immediate, you know, full moon energy takes about, um, you know, 
a couple of days to kind of work out. Um, but just know that you have the possibility to really, um, any self undoing that you have, you have the possibility of fixing it and releasing it and not have to worry about it anymore, you know? So it's a special time. Um, full moon and spring equinox the same day within hours of each other. That's special, man. I really want y'all to take advantage of this energy and do a full moon ritual. Um, again, I always suggest Mystic Lipsticks, um, ritual i really like how she does hers i think it's really special i think it's dope um and i think y'all should freaking do it the fuck (laughs) i really do like i really think you guys should do it i'm actually trying to push up the time real quick to see when the spring equinox is actually going to be happening it looks like it's happening right at six o'clock p.m and then three three hours and 45 minutes later or 42 minutes later, it's the full moon, man. This is... Y'all, man, please. <laughs> if you got anything you want to release from your life, do it now. Start this new beginning now. But also keep in mind of where Aries is, um, where Libra is in your chart. So definitely you can let go of the Libra, the things that are connected to Libra energy. Um, but also think about the self-undoings that you uncovered during Pisces season. Um, release that shit, you know, so you can really be successful. All right. That's what I'm suggesting for you guys. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I'm suggesting. So that's my speech for the spring equinox and the significance of, um, it being, um, the full moon being in the same day man it's, it's, it's dope shit man it really really is anyways let's talk about these aspects y'all <laughs> yeah let's talk about these aspects i already talked about um pretty much um the full moon opposite chiron and conjunct um the sun conjunct chiron is basically um what i was mentioning before um any projections that we have we need to release um, emotional, like any like projections that we had that's, um, you know, has an emotional connection to us. We need to release them so we can continue on this journey of, um, you know, self-healing, of healing those childhood traumas, of taking action on healing those childhood traumas, of once after healing those childhood traumas, really identifying with not only the experience but with what you um realized during that healing that you know what I am special I am awesome and I don't need anyone else telling me that because I'm aware of it and I tell people this all the time too like when it comes to like dating you have to be sure of yourself in order for people to believe it even when they first approach you they can read that shit subconsciously you know they can read that shit subconsciously if you feel you're worthy enough. And without them even really realizing it on a conscious level, they're moving on to someone who may not be as even great as you or may not have be as um, a great match because you don't believe you were, you know? So, like, think about it, please, okay? Um. Anyways, let's, let's go move on. I have five other aspects I want to talk about during this full moon okay so um the moon is going to be in conjunct Uranus 
and the sun's going to be semi-sextile Uranus, okay? Um, and the only reason why I'm talking about it, I usually don't talk about in conjunction semi-sextiles, but this is, this is exact, so this is really poignant and important. Okay, so um, during this time, um, the moon's going to be in conjunct Uranus. So basically what's happening and what's really kind of pushing this like full moon energy of being uncomfortable is that um, when it comes to our individuality and what we find worthy within our individuality, it's not really meeting how we emotionally want to connect in relationships. Um, emotionally, we just want to like be in a relationship regardless if it's romantic or platonic or business related and we want to pair up and connect with people and we may feel um, at this time that we can't express our individuality because we just want to have that relationship so bad and so our emotions are not fully connecting with our individuality and the worthiness that we're supposed to be feeling with our individuality we want to ignore that so we can just do what we feel is best to be in a relationship so we're hiding all our quirks hiding on our um, weirdness hiding all of our the things that make us actually special um just to be appeasing in relationships we need to let go of that shit because again is what i'm is what i mentioned before you fully identifying with yourself, right? You fully being yourself and expressing yourself unapologetically. That is going to bring you the people that you need in your life. That's going to attract the right people in your life. Not you hiding um, different aspects of you that makes you special, that makes you different. You know what I mean? And so we need to let go of that shit. Now it's tough still because Uranus is semi-sextile the sun, which is actually better than an inconjunct but still something that's um you know something that's a little bit tough to deal with um because at this moment basically we want to (laughs) so we're on the same wave because you know Aries and Taurus is of the same season right so we're on the same wave of like okay let's be focusing on let's focus on self Let's focus on bettering self. Let's focus on doing the things that need to be done, right? But, you know, your your Uranus side or your individuality and your uniqueness is trying to understand your self-worth and kind of wants to just lock on what you find is worthy about your individuality and just keep that pushing and keep that going. But the sun um, being in Aries, um, you know, the sun is still discovering self. Um, still trying to understand, um, trying to identify exactly um, about how you want to be perceived. And so while you kind of, your individuality wants to lock down um, on your uniqueness, um, you are actually um, identifying with and expressing specifically um, ways on how to understand yourself a little bit more, dig a little bit deeper um, of when it comes to your to yourself, your persona, your personality, um, and it does it's not ready to kind of lock down yet, you know. And so that's going to be uncomfortable. But the cool thing about it, though, is that you, you know when it comes to your individuality, you understand that hey, I need to be really um, focused on understanding my worth when it comes to my uniqueness. And your son is kind of like 
Um, I need to just express who I am and learn through me expressing my individuality and uniqueness and be motivated within myself and within my identity. You know, so it's really interesting um, energy. Um, but it's cool to see that the sun and Uranus are at least in somewhat of the same page because they both understand that we need to focus on our worth and ourself and how we feel about ourselves. You know what I mean? So it's um, it's cool. And it's kind of promoting, even though it's a awkward positioning, it's promoting um, you releasing perceptions of others, uh, releasing um, projections of that others put on you, releasing the need to be in relationships and focusing on how making myself better so I can attract the appropriate relationships. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm kind of feeling there. Um, what else has happened okay i got it sorry i just i'm like spacing out like a motherfucker and i have mercury in the 12th natally so i'm I'm naturally i naturally do that but like i've been really doing it like hard during this pisces season man goodness gracious (laughs) anyways um the moon is gonna be um trying mars and um the sun is going to be sextile mars and so this is great be with the moon trining Mars you're motivated and driven to make some motherfucking changes to release the things that you need to release to really pay attention to your emotions and the weaknesses that you have when it comes to relationships and feeling like you need to be in a relationship you are eager um to face it express it and motor and you're motivated to like take actions to release that so this should be an excellent time to do full moon intentions full moon releasings and it's very important if you can to use fire i think fire is going to be great especially with the fire um sign and fire energy with mars kind of being trying the moon so you really can use fire to release the emotions um that is attached to some self undoing and self-sabotaging ways that you have and when it comes to feeling like you need to be in a relationship when it comes to feeling like you need validation when it comes to the 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 things that people projected onto you when you just accept it just because you know so it's it's dope and i'm very you know it's it's great we're motivated to release this shit and i feel like more people are going to be doing the full moon intentions with this energy because they're motivated to do it they're ready for this new beginning which is dope you know what i mean also mars is going to be sextile the sun um which is pretty cool um what's happening here honestly is that um you know with mars it's at the third decade of um Taurus, which is like co-ruled, is ruled by Venus, of course, is because it's Taurus, but it's co-ruled by Saturn. Okay, and with this energy, uh, what we're basically doing is understanding our self worth, so we can, um, and when we understand our self worth, honestly, we can finally get to the status of reputation um, that we deserve, that we want, right? And so, again, we're being motivated and driven because we have we we know that we need to work on our worth, so we can get to the status that we want. So we can get to the the level that we want, um, the reputation that we want, right? 
So we're like, we're trucking through. Um, we're staying consistent. It's very fixed energy here. Um, the sun, though, is at um, the first decade of Aries, which is great because this is double Mars energy. We're talking about Mars. And so the motivation and drive is pushing forward, definitely. Um, but honestly, with this energy sextiling, um, you know, what's kind of happening here is that at this moment, especially at this very moment, we are super duper driven and motivated to understand self, to express ourselves, to be within, um, get comfortable within our identity and like being ourselves unapologetically to the point that we might do things a little bit haphazardly, um, which is, which works sometimes, you know what I mean? Kind of just going with your gut works sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't. And like Mars is kind of more representing, um, where its position is um, in Taurus in the third decade, kind of doing things practically instead of doing things because you're passionate and that desire is running strong. But the dope thing about this energy is that, believe it or not, they agree with each other because they're both in the same vibe of focusing and bettering self, right? Um, they just are going at it at different approaches. And so what's happening here is that even though your motivation and drive wants to be a little bit more practical when it comes to taking action, um, you know, you identify with generally taking action just because you're passionate about it. Um, and so these energies are going to be blending well, believe it or not, and harmoniously. And you're going to learn from each aspect of yourself, the motivated side of yourself, as well as the um, what you're identifying with because it's the season of Aries. The season of Aries, all of us are going to have a moment in which we're doing things haphazardly because we are passionate about it. You know what I mean? Um, but the cool thing about it is what we can do is use the um, practical mind of our motivation to make sure we do things right afterwards, to make sure we follow through. You know, so it's it's a dope energy. It really is cool. Um, it's gonna really help us um, learn in the process of I did like learning about our own identity and how to push forward um, when it comes to expressing ourselves fully. When I say expressing ourselves, we do it in so many different ways through dating, romance, fucking um, our hobbies, talents, just expressing our ourselves in general, just how we are, how we react to things. You know, so. Um, believe it or not especially with sun being close to chiron you know a lot of people hold themselves back i mean the only person i know that really doesn't hold themselves back and i don't even know them i feel like odb didn't (laughs) rest in peace everyone else is just like not being themselves in one way or another you know so we can all learn from this um we really can anyways the moon is going to be sextile um, north node and it's going to the north node is going to be trying the sun um this is actually a really interesting energy happening here um because you know i'm gonna i talked about it a little bit too already well not already i'm gonna talk about it um tomorrow i believe but um you know that with the <laughs> With North Node sextiling the moon, that means South Node is trying in the moon, right? Um, and so, 
like emotionally we definitely are on the vibe of trying to relate to others and connect with others right um which is great which is fine um but with this energy trying the south node this goes to show you that like we're connecting where we're, this this need of trying to relate with people is something connected to our karmic past right and south node energy i always tell people that south node energy is super important but it's not south node energy represents what's in the past what we need to not really be pushing forward towards we can definitely take the lessons of our past um and still hold on to to it um i always say like we should treat our um south node like 60 40 or 30 70 with the higher number being north node lower node being south node you know we shouldn't let it go completely but we're pushing towards our north node so with you know what's beautiful about this energy is that because the moon is trying south node which whatever issues we have with authority and control that's connected to our karmic past and how relationships are dealing with it we are again being fully confronted with this energy so we can definitely release it during this full moon um and so we're not only letting go and releasing things of this life when it comes to relationships but also things from a past life too which is super duper important and and very amazing um and the thing that we're releasing within our past life is connected to relationships, of course, but also our authority and control within relationships and whether if we actually had any. You get what I'm saying? Moon sextile cancer. Um, I mean, with excuse me, the moon sextile north node in cancer. Um, you know, we are having this vibe of trying to learn how to like nurture ourselves and nurture others you know what I mean and so with the moon kind of sextiling north node it's kind of hitting the side in which we need to how we need to nurture others um the thing is though is that cancer is all about being emotionally available and emotionally um loving and emotionally providing for others um through this through this um through this manifestation of north northern cancer that's like that's how that's what that's what the collective kind of needs to focus on and learn about right and you know that's connected to you know the moon being in libra uh the thing is though is that libra likes to relate with people in a logical level and a compatibility level but not an emotional level so it's kind of like a learning process these people both like pairs they, they like connecting with people they like relating with people but they just do it in different ways um so the energy is harm- harmonious um you know but we still need to understand that there's always an emotional component to relationships and so we're learning about that and we're learning the importance of it and we're learning um that we need to actually release this whole idea that relationships are just logic based they're just about intellect they're just about like being compatible that you know we're releasing that whole idea and being 
aware that hey we need some emotional support and um and love in relationships as well you get what i'm saying um what else what else what else um with that being said though um with north node trying the sun what's dope about this energy again because north node is trying to push us to be nurturing not only to others but be nurturing to ourselves as well and the sun is all about right now with it being an aries loving oneself seeing how they want to be people to perceive them it's all about your personality your persona your passions what you're motivated by what you're driven by and so it's really pushing the whole idea of hey we need to be um nurturing ourselves too um and so we're going to be like focusing on that on nurturing ourselves and understanding especially because this north nose in a in the pisces decade of cancer you know we're understanding the spiritual importance of it and we're kind of it's kind of like that energy that I was mentioning before on how we're realizing our self undoings in Pisces season and Aries season we're taking actions on how to heal them North Node is promoting that with it being in the Neptune decant of Cancer and it's making sure that we are nurtured um, emotionally in both aspects with our personal emotions and what the emotions um, that we pick up from others too so it's pretty cool it's dope energy for sure um anywho let's move on to the next um the moon is going to be trying pluto and um sextile the sun um with this energy um with the moon trying pluto is what's great and what we're going to harmoniously kind of get is um personal empowerment and how sometimes relationships can kind of hold us back from it um and we're going to be personally empowered to confront the issues that we had in relationships both romantic and platonic you get what i'm saying um and it's going to flow easily like the energy is going to it's going to flow easily it's not going to be so hard for us to confront this side of um our emotional selves you know what i mean how relationships made us feel empowered or disempowered um how we are stopping our transformation via relationships and what's dope too is that honestly during this full moon with the moon trining pluto we can totally transform our lives within a couple of days with through releasing you know what i mean through releasing all the the shit that we have connected to power empowerment and relationships um, and it's going to be easy. You know what I mean? It's going to be easy because it's trying. It's harmonious. Like we're going to just be seeing this fully. It's going to be right in our face. And so right, I feel like writing full moon intentions is going to be like really easy for us. You know, excuse me as I sip my tea. Um, and we're going to really um, a lot of the theme is, of course, going to be a focus on how we relate with others. But it's definitely going to be focused on, like, you know, um, the the kind of like the actions that we want to take as well as the power that we wish to have, you know? 
that's what I really feel, which is dope, um, anyways, um, it's, it's, it's just cool shit, basically, with, um, Pluto being sextile the sun, um, this energy's great, because, um, you know, with Pluto being in the third decade of Capricorn, uh, of course, status and reputation is the goal to gain some power, um, to gain some, um, feel some empowerment within, to transform our lives, to get the status and reputation and recognition that we feel like that we deserve. Um, with it being in a Mercury deck of Capricorn, though, we're taking the necessary steps, uh, following the necessary routines to get there, um, to gain that power, to, to have that transformation. And the sun is sextile in this energy. What this, what's good about it is that, you know, we are identifying with picking up something and going like taking action now and so we got we're kind of following the steps of empowerment and we got the like energy that's revving us up to like go ahead and take action identifying with taking action and being motivated to improve oneself you know so it's dope it's dope energy for sure the thing is though is that um you know you know it's a learning lesson because Pluto still is in Capricorn, still in the Earth sign, so we're doing things cautiously and making sure it's practical while the sun is doing things off of passion. So it's not like energy that's too disagreeing, but it's, in it, it's a great opportunity for us to learn from the situations that we are in. The sun being in Aries, we're going to want to take action now. We might act a little bit too haphazardly, but with the support of Pluto, sex, tile in the sun, we're going to always have something in our mind that's saying that in order to have the, the, the true power um, within the status that we want, we need to make sure we do things in the right way, practically, that makes sense. You know, so it's dope. Um, lastly, both the sun and the moon is actually um, square Jupiter. Isn't that funny? Um, this energy honestly is telling me there's no near philosophy, belief, concept, nothing <laughs> that's gonna put that gonna help us in this situation. This is all about um, you know salvation being personal. This is all about us working this out on our own. And so looking at foreign concepts and foreign ways of being and thinking, you know, we don't need to do that. We got all the tools necessary to do this release and to create this new beginning. Straight up. Straight up. Um, this is all, that's the kind of lesson that I'm feeling. But with this being said, with this energy squaring the moon, you know, we're going to be quite emotional quite emotional and quite needy when it comes to relating in relationships so be prepared for that um it may even make it's just going to cause an abundance within these emotions um and then with this energy squaring the sun in aries um acting haphazardly might be a thing this week so prepare um make sure you think before you take action um be careful but just know that you have all the tools to create the change that you need in your life. Straight up, okay? All right, so I'm going to stop here 
for the podcast, right? And now what I'm going to do is actually focus on um, my patrons. Um, what I'm going to be talking with them is um, talking about the aspect patterns and the fixed stars that's um, connected to this full moon, as well as um, how the full moon is going to generally affect them depending on what house it's in. Um, so just for the folks that are interested into doing their own research, the aspect um, the aspect patterns that I see during this full moon is the eye, which is between Venus, Jupiter, and Pluto, with Pluto being at, um, the apex of the eye, um, as well as I see a T-square between the aspect I just talked about, um, the sun, the moon, and Jupiter. So if you're interested in doing your own research to find out what's up with that, you know, be my guest, go ahead and I'll be interested to see what you think about it. But I have my own um, interpretation and I'm going to give that to my patrons. Okay. If you're interested in being a patron, um, a um, patron on Patreon, I can't talk. (laughs) Um, The tier starts at $2 and um, it's it's fun time man. it's patreon.com slash astro dim you know ask my patron patrons they, they love me <laughs> i love them too they're awesome to work with we just did a live on the 17th it was lit um i'm trying to build more of a community there i'm so excited i'm so excited um yeah but there's there's some fixed stars that's happening near this full moon you can do the research and figure that out on your own but yeah, that's what I got for the for the common folk. <laughs> I'm gonna have the real shit for my um for my peeps, for my patrons in a couple hours. So um yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I have I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful full moon. And I hope you have a beautiful spring equinox. It's a special, okay guys? Take advantage of this energy and create your new beginning. You have the tools to do it. Alright? Much love. Peace.